Welcome to Drop Zone, a Player Unknown's Battlegrounds podcast. I'm Tim Catania. I'm David Johnson. Today's episode is brought to you by Tostinos. We finally got a sponsorship. We did. We, we didn't get a sponsorship. But if we did, Tostinos, we would call it the Cal Zone. The Cal Zone. And when we talk all about pizza and our pizza rolls, I like pizza rolled. Stout like drop pizza, and pizza roll. I like pizza on a bagel. I like pizza in a pocket. I like just normal pizza. When you eat pizza on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. The, f- the problem with that statement is I can eat pizza anytime whenever I want. <laughs> I know. Cold pizza is delicious for breakfast. Well, look, when you're a kid, you can't. I guess. I mean, but, but I, I guess when I was a kid, I would have felt like I was pulling one on, uh, you know, over my parents trying to uh, <laughs> trick them and let me eat pizza on a bagel for breakfast because it's a bagel, I guess. I don't know. It just didn't feel very breakfasty, regardless of the bagel. Sure. It's a lie. It's not like pizza cereal. Which, oops, I'd all try. pepperonis, my favorite cereal. <laughs> it's little dehydrated <laughs> it's pepperonis little, it's pepperonis in a bowl of marinara. It's those, pe- <laughs> it's those pepperonis you get from cheap, from uh, on like on cheap pizzas, those little square ones. Yeah. It's just those in a bowl. I'd eat that. And some marinara? I'd eat that with a spoon. No question asked. Yeah. Maybe some chunks of like crust in there. <laughs> That's how we recycle the crust is we just cut it up when we don't eat it and we throw it in there. Yum. Yum. Pizza. There aren't, as far as I know, nah, this is me guessing, there aren't any pizza-based podcasts. Well, so we could be the first. There's gotta right? be one, right? I mean, you'd think with how many podcasts there are. Hold on. We, we have to confirm. I mean, yeah, this is, our, this is our rabbit hole worth checking down. Yeah, well, maybe we'll be the first. Best pizza podcasts. Nope. Pizza Talk Podcast. Stitcher. There you go. You know what? I spoke too soon. I best... Uh, so there's a PBR podcast, hmm. which used to be Pizza Beater Revolution, I guess. There's also a Pizza Party po- Podcast. Uh, so, I mean, I think, we could, I think we could come in here with the Zaw cast and just crush them, though. We could be the number one pizza podcast. I think if... <laughs> when we try to go after a market that's a little too broad, like gaming is too hard. You can't really just Boy, do one game hard. and become yeah. at the top of, of gaming, you know? Like, I think I don't think we ever broke... I think maybe we broke the top 100 one time or something, according to some third-party site that who knows if it's right or not. Can we, we pause for a minute? We could be number one for pizza. Yeah, go ahead. And let me just draw attention, if you're still in your Google search of pizza podcast, that Pizza Party Podcast episode 103 talks about my cousin Skeeter. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, th- that sounds like a show we should try to get on, bud. <laughs> well, here's here's the deal. I think honestly, like we'd be the only non-high uh, pizza podcast if we made one, which makes sense why they would talk about my cousin Skeeter. I mean, we would, but we don't need the drugs to have fun. <laughs> We're high on life. <laughs> We're high on life. <laughs> and whatever gas leak is in this house, <laughs> so you talk about my cousin Skeeter. What a good show. I mean, that show wasn't. It was terrible, okay, right? It was all right. It was good. It wasn't Jet Jackson. Nothing is Jet Jackson. It wasn't the Silver famous Jet Jackson. Stone. Silverstone. That was a good show. That episode where his dad has to shoot that guy, and then he hears a car backfire, and he freaks out. Remember that? Yeah. I remember up. they also, like, banned the, the, I remember the Fahrenheit 451 episode. Yeah, that happened. The movie? Yeah. You know, you, you know what bothers me about that Fahrenheit 451 episode is, I promise you, they quote the book at some okay. point. To make, like Jet Jackson and all the students start start reciting this one quote from the book, and I promise you that quote is not in the book. I I, feel I like read the book to, and I could not to, find it. 
We need to do research on this and figure out if this is true. Maybe that was the whole point of the show was to trick you. Like, I mean, oh, <laughs> well, we, it doesn't matter if you burn the books because you won't read them anyway. Well, yeah, no, I think thing. I think I think the meta point of that was he could have said whatever he wanted because those adults just wanted to burn that book. They didn't want to read it. They'd have no clue. You know what, though? Like from the, now as an adult, from the adult perspective, as a kid, I was like, yeah, man, he's right. But as an adult, like, man, you can make me read a book I don't want to read. I'd rather burn this book than read something <laughs> I don't feel like reading. <laughs> if, if I could go back to ninth grade, I would be burning a lot more books. Oh, yeah. Great expectations. Great, ex- great expectations. This is going to be a great... I, I finished that book. That's a whole date night fire right there. That's, that's a big book. <laughs> you guys want to come over to a bonfire at my house? We're burning Great Expectations by Charles Dickens. Uh, We're also burning The Red Pony. Ooh, I hope this goes out before we all go to sleep. It's <laughs> crazy. So, this fire is so big and so warm. Much like hate. Mrs. Havisham, it's going to go up in flames. It's up in flames. I hate this book very much. Um... What a bad book. I don't understand. Okay, look, we weren't going to talk about this, but now we are. I don't understand how, why people, why in school they crush people's want to read by making them read books that aren't like, maybe they have some sort of historical significance, but they're not good books. No, I don't care what you say. Maybe they were like incredible for the time, but like, we've gotten more efficient at writing books is all I'm saying. I don't need 20 pages to, I don't need to Tell me about that decaying wedding cake. One more time, yeah. please. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, old George R. R. Martin, first George R. R. Martin, George R. R. Martin Prime. I want to know about like the the feast they're having. This is great. Oh, they're dancing. Neat, cool. I don't understand any of the social cues because no one acts like this anymore. No, nope. was that was that mean because they're courting? I have no idea. This is great. I love literature. If that was real world today, this is how that book would have played out. <laughs> Whatever Pip, that is name. I feel like that's his yeah, name. It was that's Pip. a terrible it was name. Pip. Pip, mm-hmm. Pip would have found that convict. In the graveyard alone, and that convict would have killed him. The book would have been uh-huh. over. Like that's would have been like, over. That convict would have been like, "Oh, I can't have any witnesses because well, I tried also, to escape." Like, Manwich or whatever his name was. Manwich. Magwitch right? is Magwitch. Yeah, it I should mean, have been Manwitch. You remember more of this book than I do. All I remember is she's trudging through this terrible book and like, "Wait, is it over?" I'm so confused. How did this end? Who died? Charles Dickens had this whole thing where, like, he couldn't let the character speak for themselves. At least it felt like to me. He yeah. would just, like, write their whole life story out in a book and be like, that's it. Congratulations. There you go. I'm sure someone somewhere is screaming oh, at us like, book. but you haven't read, but you haven't read this one. But no, it won't matter. I'm set in my ways. I want to read some freaking fantasy Something. fiction. I want I want kids these days to reread and Let's read some like, Richard Matheson or something. Give me, like yeah, give me, give me some. Uh, how about some Sherlock Holmes? Those books are old yeah. but good. They're actually genuinely stuck. How about, how about we just read a Sports Illustrated? This is so much to ask that we just read it. They're cheap. You don't have to go to this cheap book. <laughs> can read about the sports ball. It's great. I just don't all know. the sports I don't know. balls. I don't understand. How about instead of making kids bring books in, you just let them read street signs on the way to school, save them the trouble. It's easy. <laughs> Then they mem- Driver's that will be a lot easier. It'll be, you know, where they'll actually get a skill that's valuable <laughs> instead of reading Charles Dickens. They'll know their way around town. All right, listen, we're this opening is a podcast. up our preparatory school in three years. <laughs> drop zone, pre- preparatory school. <laughs> For when, when, drop zone, preparing your kids to be dropped by life. <laughs> dropout zone. Dropouts. Our new podcast. <laughs> our new <laughs> dropout zone. Our junior college. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're actually more accredited than DeVry, which is the crazy thing. <laughs> anyway, uh, so let's jump into the uh, <laughs> to the news. We don't have a lot. Uh, so we spent a lot of time on the intro. We don't have a lot to talk about today. Just heads up. But there's some cool stuff going on. Um, hey, David, 
How many people do you think yeah. have been banned from PUBG? Uh, exactly four. That's fair. That's a good get. Thirteen million. Okay, you're well, awful by a little by by a little bit. That's all. Not not too much off. Just a little bit. Thirteen million bans in the past year. Jeez. Uh, past uh, fourteen months, I guess technically. That's a lot. So there's not really much to say about that other than like. Part of me wonders if that's why the concurrent player count went down. It's because they banned 13 million people. <laughs> Maybe. Even if half of those people still played, like, just let the hackers stay for the numbers. You know? <laughs> Sequester them to their own servers. And they can hack and be hacked. I think that's fair. It'll be like the one. You ever watch that movie? Yeah, with Jet Li. Yeah. And it'll just be whoever's the best hacker becomes the strongest hacker. It's <laughs> a dumb movie. Doesn't <laughs> uh, yeah, he anyway. fight like himself? Yeah, he fights himself at the end. Okay. Yeah, he's fighting different. It's basically Highlander. Yeah. At some point, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he's like fighting alternate reality versions of himself yeah. to become stronger. Yeah. I'm gonna watch that movie when we get off this call. Definitely. Uh, I'm not. That's it. true. I'm not gonna do that. I've seen that movie more times than I than I can count, though. Anyway, that's just an interesting tidbit that came out over the past <laughs> couple of weeks. 13 million people banned. If you're one of those, congratulations. I guess. Uh, we also have patch update number two, 22. So they have new anti-cheater technology. So they're like, 13 isn't high enough. 13 million. We're going for 20. We want to ban half of your population. More. We could ban half of your population. So this technology is going to preemptively ban people. That's not true, but that would be pretty funny. They're going to look at people's like Facebook. They're going to buy Facebook data and then decide whether or not you're likely to be a cheater and then preemptively ban you from PUBG. I mean, what are the chances Tencent already owns a little bit of Facebook anyway? The chances of Tencent not knowing everything about every person who plays PUBG are so slim. Dude, Chinese hackers are putting, like, chips on motherboards, hidden chips that, like, are on Apple and Amazon stuff. I know. So, I mean, probably talking on my phone right now, they're like, he's on to us. It's going to be great when we find out that, like, Tencent also funds most of these hackers. Yeah, the ha- it's a, it's like feeding itself. Yeah, it's just real incestuous. <laughs> it's a weird. It's a weird. Just like they're training the hackers up to hack other things, but they're using PUBG as the test bed. <laughs> and then the best hackers get to go and hack for for China or wherever Tencent's located. It's a conspiracy. Anyway, there's new anti cheat measures. Yeah. Uh, so there's going to be a new pop up when you start the client, and you're going to click enable anti cheat. You can disable it if you if you uh, don't like it basically, yeah. if it doesn't work. So there's some updates, fixed PUBG updates, the quality of life, wheel menus, added UI that allows players to access quick select wheel, similar to the UI with the emote system for the quick selection of items without opening the inventory or pressing individual hotkeys. Neat. Minimap. Players can now further magnify the minimap. Uh, player order consistency. Player order between the lobby and the in-game is now consistent so that players will have fixed number of colors based on the lobby order when they enter the game. Um, did we already read this one? I don't think so. Maybe we didn't. Okay. Well, why don't you read this next part here? Uh, the friend UI, I'll, I'll jump to the last one. Friend UI has been improved to show log out disconnected teammates. So why don't you start okay. on some bug fixes? Bug fixes. Character movement. They, number one, they fixed the issue where players could sometimes climb stairs much faster while moving diagonally next to a wall. The down but not out wall penetration bug. They fixed the issue where sometimes the down player's character model could penetrate walls. Okay, so here, here's a, yeah, that, that's that's a good fix. Here's the thing. We did cover some of this update. Yeah, I was about to say, these bugs do look familiar. So we did PUBG update 22, but there have been updates since we talked about it. 
I hate them. So we need to scroll to the bottom and talk about those. I'm sorry. Listen, uh, we were just reiterating what already happened. We knew that we already read this one for sure. So, <laughs> uh, all right, here's, here's, here's the actual fixes. Sorry, guys. Update three. Uh, I see dead people. Fix the issue of seeing headless characters when using healing items in first-person mode in prone position or when entering a vehicle. Seeing through walls. Fix the issue where you can sometimes see through walls and rock surfaces while riding the motorcycle. Camera one fix. Number one fix. Fix the issue where your camera sometimes goes through the vehicle when the vehicle is leaning on an object. Uh, they also had some more bug fixes. Fix the issue seeing headless characters. Ah, it's the same thing. Why do you do this to me, PUBG? I don't know. Um, read update two that's added to this. They added a replay section to the notes above, I'm assuming, and they added a skin and item section to the original update. Uh, they also removed the following. The fixed PUBG underwater. They fixed an issue where players could hold weapons while moving close to rocks while underwater. I guess they removed it because they didn't fix it? I guess. And then uh, there's one last this little section so here. Yeah, don't worry about it. Just these updates been fixed. Um Update one, they have more bug fixes. They fix an issue where the walk button cannot be used when sprinting after changing sprint key to toggle. Fix an issue where a player could stand up from a prone position faster than usual in certain conditions. Fix an issue where players couldn't see his teammate's character in the lobby after a match intermittently. Fix an issue where a player couldn't loot some items such as weapons or ammo on the ground. Fix an issue causing the character to be headless when wearing certain skins. Fix an issue where players could shoot in an abnormal direction and free look. Fix an issue where in first person... Uh, when character holding throwables or ready to throw throwables is moving facing the sky, his or her hand flickers and moves around. Fix an issue where players could get into certain terrain of Miramar, which should be impossible. They also changed the official name of the ping system to Quick Marker and increased the display time of Quick Marker from 5 to 10 seconds. Uh, and they say, note, replay version has been updated. Replays from previous updates are no longer playable. So, to be clear, I think we actually ended up reading this before it was out. Maybe it was on the test servers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and since then, they've done some changes to the level select or whatever. Uh, yes. And they've also gotten rid of uh, region select. Server, yeah. Yeah, which server select? Because, so, like, you know, you used to be able to pick, like, United States or, uh, what was it? Australia area, like, Asia, you know, whatever. Yeah. You could, you could, so... People in Australia, it seemed like we're having a lot of issues with long load times into the game, like abnormally long wait times. Yeah. I think the way they fix that is by not letting you pick a server anymore. So people are kind of upset about that. Um, and part of this is because of high pings and that kind of stuff. Uh, so part of this is that the issue is this is supposed to help with the, China, like the Chinese hackers kind of thing, sure. I think. And I think people are upset from what I understand is because they're still being match made with those people. Uh, which the region system was supposed to prevent, basically, uh, was going to be less less likely to run into those people. So anyway, it doesn't. Basically, it all boils down to uh, it doesn't work. <laughs> their new system, people aren't happy with it, and everyone's calling for them to region lock China again. So anyway, we're back. We're back. We're back to basics. Back to where we started. Never change, PUBG. Region lock China forever, I guess. Back in the lab again, yo. What a good song. I'm going to add that right in the middle of this stupid podcast. Uh, anyway, that's like that's it for news, really. I feel like it's a short news week for some reason, but it, it, that twenty update 22 kind of spanning and coming out, kind of, you know, that's kind of the news. So anyway, David, well, you wanted to talk about Rings of Elysium real quick. I do. So I couldn't find much news on that game. Uh, uh, I was going to br- add some news to the game, but we, yeah. you've been playing some, so... Yeah, I mean, as they start adding like more uh, substantial updates, maybe we'll start cycling in a couple of those. I think the last update, the only real notable 
thing they did was uh, when you were spectating um, your teammate, I think you could just all look around and like kind of watch their back for huh. them, and they fixed that. Um, you mean to, they 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 broke that? Well, yeah. How do you want to look at that? Um, but that game's good, man. Like it's I, really I'm, good. I'm feeling the, about I'm feeling about Rings of Elysium the way that uh, I felt when PUBG first came out and I got a hold of it. Yeah. I'm thinking about it constantly, and I really want to play it all the time. Uh, not to say that I'm giving up on PUBG or anything like that, but right now that's kind of the. Um, There's different experiences for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's the new thing, and I mean, I'm gonna be honest. The snow setting just does a lot for me. I love snow settings in video games, and uh, so, yeah. you know, once the snow map comes out for PUBG, I will definitely be super into that. Yeah, I'm sure that that's gonna change things a little bit there. It'd be cool if they added some some new vehicles to that. Noting. Rings of Elysium. Yeah. Owned by Tencent, so that's also another weird thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll, maybe they'll cycle in a little bit of that. Maybe they'll just meld the games together, and it'll just yeah. be a map. Ring, rings of Battlegrounds. Pubgesium. Pubgesium. Anyway, yeah, that's... Uh, most it's valuable good. element. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we're going to have to destroy this whole blue society, uh, uh, the society of blue people, large <laughs> blue people, in order to get this pubgesium. The blue zone is caused by fracking. <laughs> you heard it here first. And drop some they quit mining our, our sweet, sweet Russian seas for pubgesium. <laughs> uh, it's a conspiracy, I tell you. All right, listen, I've been playing some games. What have you been playing? What have you, what have you been playing? Okay, I've been playing Hollow Knight still. I'm near the end. I'm not going to talk oh, about boy. it much. Talk, that game's great. I put, already put 20 hours in that game almost. Yep. That is a huge game. I paid $10 <laughs> for and I did not have... I mean, dude, look, I've been $10 for an indie game. If it's if it's four hours, five hours, that's fair. I feel good about that. I don't really care yeah. about hours necessarily. If an experience is good, it's worth the money usually. Because, you know, you go see a movie for 10 bucks and it's two hours. So, like, I can equate an hour or two of gameplay that I really enjoy for money is fine. But... For $10, like, I feel like I'm getting a huge value in this game. I keep discovering new areas. I think I might have finally unlocked all of the areas. Maybe. Like, I'm... Okay, I know I haven't, because there's more stuff after, probably. Sure. But uh, I've unlocked most of the stuff you can get to in the main game without doing some side stuff, from my understanding. Okay. So that's cool. I'm I'm I've I'm I'm really enjoying that game and the powers are really cool and they start the the charm system at first is a little cumbersome because you don't have a lot of spaces to put anything in but once you start unlocking slots it becomes really cool. So I found myself I you know someone who's like hard to fight I was having a hard time beating one of the bosses and I was like well I'm just gonna go mix the charms up and I was like I'm gonna min max this so that I get as much soul power as possible. Yeah. Like, I had the one thing that gives you more soul per attack, and then, like, also when you get hit, you get soul. And then I, I had the poison uh, mushroom yeah. add-on, and I would just, uh, in a shell, and I would just, I would I would hit them as much as I could, get as much soul, pop the poison, and let that hurt them. And then if they hit me, I would pop it again. And then I also had one that, like, spawns slugs that jump and or fly at them. Yes. Or beat a little, I, I started that one, so I was like, I'm, I'm hit, every time I hit this thing once, I'm spawning another thing so basically every time i hit it once the uh, this thing kamikazes and i hit it twice so i had worked out like the math where it, it ended up being easier for me to beat this really hard boss because i only had to hit them half as many times basically as long as i hit them i spawned another uh right. bug to attack them pretty cool that game's great there's I really a, like if you really want to dig deep there's some people out there who have done the legwork to figure out some of the best like charm built and some of those charm mm-hmm. effects like stack on top of each other in some yeah. really crazy ways. I, 
I need to look it up. That gang part gets of me peeped. is just enjoying experimenting. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I know once I find a really good one, which I already have kind of like my main, which is just the, uh, I like the agility stuff to make me go faster. Because you travel a lot in the game back through places you've been. So unless I'm fighting a boss, it's the same build the whole time. But yeah, that's interesting. That game's good. <laughs> so I did something unholy. What'd you do? I played Fortnite. It hurt. Why'd you uh, do that? Okay, so I'm going to preface this by saying I'm still not a huge fan of Fortnite, but I understand it better now why people like this game. So we were going to play, uh, we have a, a role-playing game, Dungeons & Dragons, you know, every other week, every other Saturday, and it didn't work out. So we couldn't, David's dog decided to eat all the stuff yeah. in the whole office, his whole office. And so, we, and another guy didn't show. So there were just four of us, and one dude doesn't have a really great PC, uh, and the other three of us did. So you know, we started downloading games. It was like, what can we play together? And uh, we first off, we played Brawlhalla, which is a, smash brothers basically yeah fighting game it's free to play and they roll you know different characters out every other every couple weeks or something and that was a game that could run on the other guy's computer who didn't have a great computer and then we were like well let's play fortnite because this dude's got a switch and uh, he can play with us on pc so that's the first thing first thing like that made me realize why fortnite is so popular so uh-huh. you play it on you can play it on anything effectively like everybody has a system to play fortnite on you can play it on your phone with your friends who are on pc might not be great, but you can totally do it. Uh, so we had three people on PC, one person on Switch, and it totally worked, and we were having a really good time playing. I mean, I wouldn't say that I had fun playing Fortnite necessarily, but I had a lot of fun playing uh, a Battle Royale game with people who had never played one before. Yeah. Effectively. So one dude had played once or twice PUBG. but uh, So yeah, we were playing Fortnite, and we got like to the top four in one of the rounds. And it was really fun uh, until the end when I didn't know how to build anything and I kept losing. Cause I had, <laughs> uh, but we had a really good time together. And so now I, I have more respect for that game from the perspective of they made a very accessible game for everyone because it's free and very, very easy to get a system to play it on. Uh, so switch PS4, Xbox, your phones, your, your, you know, some computer, most computers can play it. Uh, so anyway, I played Fortnite. It was all right. I, I will say that I had some fun. I killed five people. I don't feel like I earned any of those kills because the shooting's bad in that game. Uh, which is which is which is a problem, but I at least had had an enjoyable time with Fortnite, and we'll play it again if there's somebody who wants to play that doesn't have a game, you know, doesn't have another option for a game to play. Wouldn't right. go play it by myself probably, but anyway, that game's got something, and I see it a little more now. So I'm not apologizing for the hate. I'm just saying I have slightly less hate. That's that's the final statement on this. I'll never go lower than this hate level. I'm pretty sure. Anyway. Uh, and then I also played Trials Fusion this week. We have PS Plus, and my son was looking. We were looking for games to play with him because he's old enough to like actually understand what to do now. Yeah. And uh, I was like, "You want to play a game? Drive, ride a bike." He's like, "All right, cool." He said, "He said that sounds cool. I like blue bikes. All right, cool. <laughs> That's yeah. easy enough." So we got Trials Fusion downloaded. Uh, basically, if you haven't played the game, you just on a bike. It's like a side scrolling thing. You can go left or right. That's it. Uh, using the pedals. Uh, the, the or the I'm um, sorry, not the pedals. The uh, triggers and uh he can just hold the button and go and then you kind of you kind of uh balance yourself back and forth by using the left stick and there's like a jump mechanic as well and tricks but it's really fun it's a really good game to play with a little kid he kept making his guy crash on purpose and then at some point he figured out if you hit triangle your character just launches off the bike so that put us at a standstill in the campaign because he kept going off cool tricks and then just jumping in the air jumping off the bike and crashing and cracking up but that game's good it's real weird. Um, and I also played some PUBG Mobile because I wanted to try Sandhawk out. 
How'd that go? Uh, it's it's good, dude. It's still a good game. I had a good time playing, and I got two or three kills. It didn't feel like I was playing against bots anymore. I think I'm a high enough level now where I don't see as many. Uh, maybe one of them was a bot, but I, you know, like the other two were shooting back at me and actually like trying to hide behind trees and crawl in the grass when I started shooting at them and stuff. Um, but yeah, that game's that game's still good. I think you should really give it a try. Still, you just need the perfect opportunity where you don't have any other option. <laughs> uh, but it's good. So that's it. That's all I played really this week. It's just kind of. Picking away at the usual stuff and then Fortnite for some reason. Cool. What about you? Um, I played uh Spider Man. I, I finished the campaign last night uh, or yesterday afternoon, really. Um, and now I'm just kind of tying up all the loose ends. Uh, that's a good game. They tell a, a hell of a Spider Man story. Um, mm. I think I texted you after I finished. I was like, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little emotional. This was a good like. This could have been a movie and it would have hit the same like dramatic notes. That's pretty Which high praise, good. honestly. Yeah, that's that's like, awesome. They did. I don't know. They just hid everything that makes Spider-Man Spider-Man. They did it very well. Yeah, um, and I think like the hard part for a lot of uh, you know not movie video games, but kind of right uh, games with characters like that is if you're if you're telling a story, you're usually telling a story that's already been told. And yeah. they're telling a completely new story, which I think it probably is simultaneously easier and more difficult. It's probably easier to tell a new story because you can do what you want, but also harder because you've got to do it right. So that's pretty right. That's pretty awesome that they did a good job on it. It was very good. So now <laughs> I am swinging around, tying up all the other like side quests and all the districts and trying to collect, you know, the, there's like one suit that I don't even know what it looks like uh, that I want to get. And I can't get it till I like 100% every district. So I'm working on that. and So you uh, actually want 100% it, basically? I kind of do. And I, I saw huh. something, I don't know, the article floating around, but I think uh, PlayStation is out there saying that um, Spider-Man is one of their highest, like, 100%ed games. Yeah, Platinum Trophies. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's, that's, that's like, a really cool, like, for Insomniac to hear. Like, yeah, that's really telling. Like, yeah. it, for, for someone to see, for that many players to see all of the work someone put into a game is probably pretty incredible to them. Yeah, because I mean that it, you know it's what it's not a short game. How many hours have you played? Do you think? Um, I mean, if you mainline the story, I'd say it's probably ten hours. That's not bad for a campaign. It might be more. I mean, I probably put like twenty or thirty hours into this game. Easy. Hmm. I played awesome. uh, when we got done role playing last night. Well, we were done at like ten thirty. I played till like one thirty, <laughs> just doing side stuff. Um. It sounds really good. I, I can't wait to pick it up. It's really good. And, and, and like, the last thing that I'm going to be doing there is uh, the last, like, uh, it's not really a suit power. It's, like, a suit, like, characteristic you can assign. You get three, and they'll be like, oh, you're going to regen your web shooters faster or something like that. Just, like, little perks, basically. Yeah. The last one you unlock is just a little beacon that will buzz when you get close to a secret photograph spot. Huh. That, so I didn't even know those were in the game until I started looking at all those. And I, I think I accidentally took a picture of like one and it said one of like 50. So, you know. <laughs> so you got to go find all those. Yeah, That's I got cool. a lot of those guys out there for that too. Yeah, that too. I'll probably. But I've heard the mobility is worth like, I would probably, I could see myself looking up a guide and playing through it just to. Yeah, it's, it's fun, fun to swing around, around man. Yeah. So, well, awesome. uh, yeah, I've been playing that and uh, Rings of Elysium. Yeah, November is when uh, the DLC is supposed to come out, I believe. Yeah, I was reading about that. I'm excited. I'll definitely be so picking up cool. any DLC they do for this game. Yeah, I think I'll probably be the same just by from hearing about it. That's cool. Uh, so just that and Rings of Elysium? Yeah, pretty much. Neat. And Hold Down, I guess. 
Whole Town's good. Yeah, I think you already talked about that. I'm not going to spend a lot yeah. of time on it, but that's a good game. If anybody was wondering, it's definitely it's, worth uh, the three nine nine or whatever it is. On, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cheap Android. and it's fun. Yeah. So that's that's going to do it for that side of things. Let's jump into the email section. If you want to mail us, you can email us at mail at jobstonecast.com. It works now, we swear. And you can also hit us up in the Supply Crate channel in the Discord, which is available at discord.dropzonecast.com. Dave, what was our question for last week? Our question for last week was, what are your predictions for Battle Royale? Since Rings of Elysium is basically X Games meets Battle Royale, pick a game and franchise and match it to another studio or creator. What is the result? Uh, What is the result and how would it change that franchise? basically two questions there yeah we don't have a lot of responses this week uh that happens from time to time but we'll jump in so uh some of these we'll start with some that were from the previous week that came in a little late we have one from mark in the cloud who says his favorite guilty pleasure movie is battle royale so many people who are into hunger games pubg fortnite etc have no idea this movie exists and this is where it all began uh so and i i informed him of this already but if you're out there and you're like oh i should watch battle royale that sounds interesting it's available on netflix i believe still and David and I have an episode, which I don't know the member. I don't know if we have an episode number or if it's battle, if it's Drop Zone Presents, something like that. It's something called like Drop Zone Presents. Yeah. It's probably like 30 or 40 episodes ago. We were having an off week, so we recorded an episode where we watched Battle Royale and talked over it. So you can actually put your headphones in and listen to us talk about random garbage while watching that movie together. So you can kind of watch it with us. And, uh, you know, we make fun of stuff in the film and compare it to PUBG and that kind of stuff. So if you were looking and you're on the fence of whether or not you should watch Battle Royale, maybe that'll make it more fun. I don't know. Maybe it'd make it worse. But <laughs> that's out there if you're curious, everybody. Uh, thanks, Mark of the Cloud. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Papa Bear don't care. Tell Slam Zone that uh, he's with you, no guilt, don't care. And basically he's responding to Slam Zone saying he doesn't have any guilty pleasures because he has no shame. That's fair. Slam Zone has zero shame. Yeah. Uh, he says, that being said, when I pay, when I had paid television, I would stop any and every time the movie Clueless was on if I scrolled past. You know what? That's not a bad movie. I've actually never it's seen Clueless. I know about it. all right. I get it confused with Legally Blonde a lot. Sure. My head. Sure. Which is also another movie that I've watched more like than Legally once. Legally Blonde, actually. Yeah, it was fine. It was it's right. good. It's all right. It's a good movie. Luke Wilson did uh, that. And I forget about it is. every time. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Papa Bear. Don't care. Yeah. Bone seventy three jumps in. He says, "I assume you. I assume you stole this week's questions from Giant Bomb. We didn't. Surprisingly, I don't think I did. Anyway, I'm like eighty percent sure I hadn't listened to the episode at the time of recording the episode. Uh, but maybe we did. I don't know. I don't have feel bad about cribbing stuff from Giant Bomb because I was a subscriber for a while. So those are my ideas. I paid <laughs> for that idea. Paid uh, for that." <laughs> so he said, I'll steal the answer from one of them. Dark Souls style Legend of Zelda. That seems like it would be amazing. Also, Blizzard's version of Destiny. Great shooter feel, cool graphics, but with Blizzard's storytelling and the vastness of their RPG. I swear I haven't heard that yet. Uh, but yeah, thanks, Bone73. Um, That'd be cool. Was, Blizzard's yeah. version of Destiny is a pretty... I'd be, all, I'd be all about that. I mean, they're kind of tied together anyway. I think yeah. Destiny might be the Blizzard version of Destiny, which is the <laughs> unfortunate uh, just because of how tied those studios are together. Um, also, a Dark Souls style Zelda would be really interesting, but I think Zelda might already be Zelda Breath of the Wild might already be a Dark Souls. Yeah, it's kind of it's that's a hard game. It's, it's yeah, until you like level up your character, then it's not so bad. And the the unlimited re- retries, basically that kind of stuff, I guess makes it not Dark Souls esque. But like the combat is very much there. You could play that game without ever like leveling up your hearts or whatever, and just level up your stamina, and it basically would be a Dark Souls game. It's I mean 
because you just do healing stuff. I mean, it, the combat is hard enough on its own that I think you could you could probably argue that it's almost a Dark Souls game at the moment. Yeah. Well, thanks very much, Bone73. Thank you. This next one comes in from Giant Yeti Man. My prediction for, for Battle Royales is everyone is going to take a crack at it, making this genre evolve into something I feel no one could predict. I feel this is a good thing, though. I would love if any Call of Duty studios worked on a version of Gears of War, a first-person version. Okay, so so the two different things. He answered the, yeah, you know, yeah. what do we think for Battle Royale? I think that's fair. I think that is, like, going to be interesting to see, like, who's going to come out of the woodwork, you know, maybe two or three years from now with a Battle Royale that changes everything again. Uh, kind of like first-person shooters were really popular, and then Call of Duty came out with a, like, really solid console first-person shooter. I wonder if there's going to be yeah. any shift like that where it's like, well, this is just how you do Battle Royale now. They They solved it. You know, the, the problems people had with the game or the issues that, like, cropped up, like, they've been solved because this formula works really well. I wonder if that's going to come out anytime soon. So that's interesting. Yeah. A first-person Gears of War would be really... Actually, would be all right. I could I could see that being fun. If they had a good cover system. Yeah. I mean, if you could maintain the cover system, like, I don't know, cutting a dude, cutting a thing in half with a chainsaw gun <laughs> would be fun in first person. How about VR? Gears of War, first person. Okay. This is basically Doom, I guess, but I'm in. So thank you very much, Giant Yeti Man. This next one comes in from Slam Zone, who says, Rings of Elysium is the pinnacle of Battle Royale. There shall be no others. Hang glide to victory every time. <laughs> he also says his game matchup would be also Pokemon by From Software, the Dark Souls people. How would this work? Also, yes, I'm into it. Uh, you would You would throw your Pokemon out, and then it would immediately turn around and murder you. <laughs> you, or that, or you throw your poke Pikachu out, and it just gets destroyed by an Onyx, like just blood <laughs> splat on the ground, and you have no more Pokemon. And then it's you murdering Professor Oak for a few extra Pokemon. Like he's an NPC, <laughs> but you can kill him because it's a From game. He's really hard to beat, but you could beat him in the main game if you're good enough. The beginning of the game, <laughs> get a special item, <laughs> get the Master Ball. Uh, <laughs> thanks, speaking, Slamzo. Speaking of Rings of Elysium, real quick, uh, I, I was just thinking, I like the idea that that game is. Um, you know, you're a bunch of tourists trying yeah. to escape this bad winter storm. And I was thinking about it like the end game of that is basically trying to climb up this helicopter that only has room for four. Yeah. So this rescue chopper is flying down and waiting sometimes like three and four minutes while some stone cold blooded murderers fight it out for a spot on that chopper. They're just like, yeah, cool. Get Clap on. So, like, yeah, there's, there's actually, there are story <laughs> elements in that game that are I know, you can, like, pick up stuff and read it. The thing that, here's the thing, I want to be able to, like, pick it up and then just have it at the main menu. So I can yeah, look at it when, yeah, I, like, when I'm like, waiting for the next game right. to load or something. Let me look through my documents. Maybe they'll add that in the future. But yeah, I'm actually, like, interested in the story, even though I think it's a pretty stupid premise. It's still not dumb, as dumb as The Division. No, like, I like that it's stupid, though. I don't want, like, yeah. I like this. As long as I'm okay go with this being it's real a B-action movie-style yeah. script. I'm okay with that. Yeah. As long as they acknowledge it's dumb. Like, The Division was trying to be super serious about the Black Friday virus or whatever the heck it was. Right. What a dumb game. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it also has a little, it does take a little bit from uh, The Division, though. So maybe it makes sense to have a silly story. The helicopter sure. thing. Yeah. That was, uh, that was part of the... Uh, Dark, dark Zone, Dark Zone, right? yeah. Dark Zone. Anyway. Uh, thanks, Zone. Thank you, Slamzone. Doc- I'll read this one from Dr. What If as well. Uh, Stardew Valley Battle Royale. All right. Okay. You drop, 100 people drop onto a farm. 100 Jojo Mart employees. Drop onto an island, and they have to farm as fast as possible before winter gets here and destroys their crops. 
and the last person standing who hasn't been eaten by crows wins. <laughs> it's all about building scarecrows. Really, you got to min-max your scarecrow abilities. Yeah. Yeah. Also, your mayonnaise dispenser. You need one of those. Isn't that a thing in the game? Why stop at one? Why? Yeah, you just need more. Build all the mayonnaise machines. <laughs> uh, just hearing you whisper that as freaky as it can be just kind of creeps me out. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you, Dr. What If. Yes. Basic Bro writes in, Halo Infinite sounds like it could be the next big AAA game to get into the Battle Royale phase. I think most first-person shooter games will be releasing Battle Royales over campaigns now. Halo is experienced with building massive free-range levels in this genre, so I'd have no doubts that they'll figure out some way to get into the space. I still can't say I'm as much of a fan of the series anymore, though. That ship sailed for me after the Halo Reach population diminished. Yeah, that's fair. I So, Halo does shooting really well. And it used yeah. to do, at least, I haven't played some of the newer ones, pretty good environmental storytelling. Uh, and the multiplayer has always been fun. So hopefully there's some combination there that can bleed into a battle royale mode that's good. I would be all right with that. Uh, also, the idea of having like really cool space vehicles in a battle royale mode is cool. I, I mean, I don't want to get sniped by some 12-year-old from across the map, not in, by with a pistol, but <laughs> other than that, I mean, it sounds good. Which got me thinking, like, what if you did a... Uh, a space battle royale, but rather than uh, you like having to fight the circle, you're moving your way up to the up a spire or something, or like platforms you could fly up to, or I don't know, a vertical. I want a vertical battle royale instead of a horizontal. You want a uh, judge track? I want, yes, I want that. Except for the bottom floors are flooding with acid, and you have to sure. go up as fast as possible, basically, and so. You know, I don't know how you change that up. Maybe different rooms flood at different times. But, like, at the end, you'd be fighting on a smaller plateau. So or, like, a laser a grid, circle. just working its way up. Yeah, like, l- l- rather, than a, rather than a smaller circle, it's just a smaller area to fight. And maybe they yeah. could do some procedural generation to make the rooms different as you go up to give the variability of Battle Royale games and their circles. I don't know. I would be interested in a ver- I, That's what I'm looking forward to in the next uh, combination of Battle Royale games is when someone's like, look, this whole horizontal circle thing is cool, but what if... You just went up the whole time. I'm, I'm into that. That sounds cool. Or like a mountain range or something. Anyway, thank you, Basic Bro. Kev Dog is our last message here. He says, I don't have predictions, but look forward to developers doing innovations on the Battle Royale game type. I do predict we'll see more interesting things like ROE is doing with the kits and Blackout which uh, with its perks and utilities. Can't wait to see what's next. He also says, I can't think of a game franchise or creator studio to swap, but if anyone has ever heard of Dangerous Golf, it's Burnout Crash Mode meets Golf. A lot of the team are Criterion veterans, so it makes sense. Seems like a great example of the topic, but the game is already out. Yeah, that's an interesting game mode. Like, the idea of, I really liked crashing things in cars. What if I could knock down fine china with a golf ball? <laughs> sounds it sounds pretty good. I don't know that they necessarily executed on the idea the best. Yeah. But it's such a... I don't know. That concept sounds really good to me (laughs) of just destroying a house with a golf ball. Yes. Yeah. They also came out with a burnout knockoff as well. uh, That studio. Yeah, I heard that wasn't that bad. Well, I heard the first one had some issues because you could fall off the map, basically. It was weird if you fall off the road, but the newer version looked really fun. It seemed like more Burnout 3. Mm -hmm. Uh, But just the crash mode elements. They even have like crash breaker knockoffs and stuff, which are, if you've never played Burnout 3, it's fantastic, but yeah. Anyway, thanks, Kev Dog. Just make a new burnout. Please make a new Call burnout. Call it Outburn. If you don't own the rights to it, just. <laughs> <laughs> they should just look. Forza Horizon, 
just came out for it's supposed to be really good. Racing games are good again. Bring out Burnout Paradise. Burnout Paradise is really good. Have you played Burnout Paradise? Yeah. You get that game for like $2 to get the full game. And I've played, you know, I maybe paid $2 for it. But I played probably like five or six hours of the game and enjoyed every minute of it. It's just really fun to drive around. Uh, the the only thing missing to me was I really liked the pre-setup stages for Crash crash Mode. They don't yeah. have that in her in uh, Paradise. But if they could do that again, just, just bring us Burnout back, please. Please. We'll do anything. Anything. Okay. That's it for emails. So if you want, you can mail us at maildropsoncast.com or hit us up in the Supply Crate channel on the Discord uh, at discord.dropsoncast.com. Our question for next week, David. Next week question is, what is a game mechanic you like from an older game that you'd love to see come back? I would also posit, what's an older game you want to see be remade now with like current technology? Yeah. As an alternate to that question, maybe. So go ahead and uh, hit us up again at the email maildropsoncast.com or hit us up in the Discord. And that's actually going to do it for the show. Uh, we've already talked about where you can mail us, but you can also mail us with like comments or suggestions, that kind of thing, stuff you don't want to read on the show. Uh, also, you can tip us. David, do you have that tip link? Do you know what that is by chance? Uh, I can get it real quick. Keep talking. Um, ah, yeah. So if you want, you can throw us some money. Uh, and the best way to do that is to hit this link that David is very quickly <laughs> pulling up in order for us to read. Uh, oh, I there. actually, I actually have it. So it's tips.pinecast, P-I-N-C-A-S-T dot com slash jar slash drop zone, which we might, <laughs> we might, uh, cut down in size to a simpler URL at some point. But basically you can throw money our way and we use this for new equipment or doing stuff for the discord. We haven't spent any of the money we've ever received from selling shirts or anything on ourselves. So, you know, you can trust that that's going to go back into the community. And yeah, and if you just like the show and you want to throw us some money, you, you, that's, that's where you do. It's tips.pinecast.com slash jar slash drop dash zone. And we'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Um, also, if you wouldn't mind, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast, if there's an ability to review, give us five stars, mark it, say you like the show, helps us move up the charts, lets new listeners know that they're going to at least a semi-quality experience. We don't want to go crazy. It's a decent experience. Also, check us out on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and whatever else for updates. Twitch, whenever we Twitch. David, who did that music? That music comes in from Stairway. You can find more tracks and other videos that Stairway makes in our show notes, where we link to his YouTube channel, or you can just search Stairway on YouTube. You'll yeah, find him. You'll find him. He's a good dude. So, uh, thank you so much. Until next week, I'm Tim Cadania. I'm David Johnson. David? Yeah. What are we going to talk about on the outro? Um, we can talk about how I got stunned by a... Oh my god, how dragons. did we not talk about that already? <laughs> David nearly died this week. Begin story. Um, so I was just cutting the yard. As you do. Trying to cut the yard, the front yard. So the real the real sad thing about this whole story is that I already knew I had a yellow jacket nest in my backyard, in the back corners. So I was like, cool, I'm just going to avoid that forever. Never cut that. Until it, gets, <laughs> until it gets too cold and they die, and then I'll just go pour a healthy dose of gasoline down there and cover that hole up. Um, well, so I was cutting the front yard because I, I hate cutting the front yard, so I do that one first. It's just a weird shape. There's a lot of like awkward like angles, so it's not like yeah. a, I can't just do like a smooth back and forth the whole time. I have to like cut around the awkward section first. Yeah. So I was doing that, and uh, I just felt like something on my head, and I thought I walked in one of those spider webs, because I, I reached up and, and grabbed what was in there, and it was kind of hard and crunchy, I was like, oh, it's one of those stupid, like, crab spiders, or whatever they are. Um, 
So I like threw it on the ground. I didn't even look at what was in my hand. I just grabbed it and threw it down. And then I started looking for it. And about that time, I started feeling like tingling on my chest. <laughs> I was like, what is that? And then I realized it was a thousand bucks stinging me. So I sprinted into the house, ripped my shirt off on the way in, got in the house only to find that there were at least three more yellow jackets on my pants. Um, got That's one bad. off and the other two flew to the windows and I killed them with poison and then threw them on the ground and stomped on them for good measure. <laughs> it just should be safe. And by, by the by the time I'd calmed down and gotten a uh, damage count, there was about 14 bites that's really bad. It was not so, fun. <laughs> first off, someone's trying to assassinate you because, and mm-hmm. us, they're trying to assassinate us. And I think it's a conspiracy because this morning, a yellow jacket was flying around in my house. Oh, boy. And my dog was trying to eat it, which is oh, hilarious. Yeah, they do that. Uh, she almost caught it. I heard a jaw snap. That's what made me look. And I saw it flying around. So I put the baby in the other room and told my, my son, who was like, I want to see it. <laughs> no, go away. So I ended up sm- smashing that with a shoe. I'm just saying... I, it's not, I can't be coincidence, David. Either you drop some off over here to be back for the jokes I made about you getting stung right after you told me, or alternately, someone's trying to kill us. Someone's anyway, find out next week. Us. One of us will not survive <laughs> in the next episode of Drop Zone. Anyway, bye. Bye.